I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. Last week, I had the veteran singer-songwriter Tori Amos on in the podcast. Today, I've got someone who shows a lot of that same potential, Bridget Bardini. She's a singer-songwriter from Australia, and her music is a dream pop journey with psychedelic edges. She released her incredible debut album, Stellar Lights, in 2021, and it made Echo's year-end top 30 list. One cool thing about her is that in these days of pop confections that have 10 artists listed as writers and another half dozen as producers, Bridget composed, played, and produced everything on her deeply textured album. She's a fascinating and charming musician, and I've got her coming up. If you like the music I talk about on the Echoes podcast, then check out Echoes Online, where you can actually hear the music. Echoes Online streams all 10 hours of weekly Echoes programming on demand. Plus, those 10 hours are released as music-only streams. No talking, no me, just the music. Head to echoes.org to find out more about Echoes Online. Subscribe now and hear Echoes whenever you want, wherever you are, pretty much. And now, let's get blinded by the stellar lights of Bridget Bardini. Bridget Bardini's Stellar Lights was one of the leading lights of 2021. It was her debut album. She's a singer-songwriter from Australia, and she plays all the instruments on her heavily produced recording, giving her dream pop songs a psychedelic ambience. Bridget Bardini thinks she's strange. Yeah, I think I'm a bit strange, a bit of a strange person. I think that's good. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Perhaps that's the former psychology major in her speaking because the 21-year-old singer-songwriter seems far from that. I'm speaking to her on Zoom, and despite the early morning hour in Australia, she seems ready for the day. The long blonde hair falling down her shoulders in gentle waves, a Monroe mole on her left cheek, and wearing bright red lipstick. She sits in contrast to the barren-looking room with her few keyboards behind her. It's here that she crafted her debut album, Stella Lights. When I started writing, I mean, I didn't know I was writing an album. It was very much just, I had started to learn guitar and I had all these things I wanted to kind of spill out. And it happened very quickly. Like, I was writing a song, I think, every day. Bridget Bardini wrote enough to decide that college and psychology may not be her path. She quit school writing her music while on the side she worked at a hi-fi store. It was a perfect time because this all happened as the pandemic hit. 
but her music isn't about that. I don't think so. I didn't want to write about it because it was like such a part of life at that point that I wanted my writing to be more of an escape than a reflection of my reality. <laughs> so I think I was more writing about other things in my life that I had, you know, maybe friendship or, you know, relationship or even just things in the past or things in the future and, you know, stuff like that. I didn't want to make it too much of a focus or bleed too much into what I was writing. So instead, she wrote songs like Heartbreaker. On the surface, it seems like another entry into the breakup canon of songs with just that title. But she insists it's not a song about romantic despair. That song is really like a lyric, for example, that I think really describes it is, I don't want to lose my future to my past. So I think that's just about ruminating in the past and wasting time in your present and also potentially ruining things in the future because you're scared or because you're ruminating about what could go wrong or everything like that. So yeah, it was really just that kind of note to self of being like, in a sense, just recognising that fear, but also just saying you have to just dive into it. I think fear, you have to use it rather than reject it. Dini's sound is richly layered. Except for a bit of programming and guitar, she plays all the instruments, which includes a lot of keyboards and synths. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of synthy elements and ambient synths kind of going from one ear to the other, those kinds of things. I played around a lot with experimenting with sound and getting out of my comfort zone and just trying crazy things I've never done before. She uses a lot of technology in her music, like software synthesizers and programs, but she also finds room for an abandoned organ that makes it into the circus sound of the song Could Have Been. With that song, I actually was going on a walk with a friend of mine and um, saw this organ on the side of the road. People were throwing out this gorgeous organ. I was, thought they were crazy. I picked it up, put it in my car and took it home, dusted it off, all the ants and whatever else was growing in there. Yeah, and I wrote, could have been on that. Well, we could have been so
Gabbardini's music influences don't come from the last decade, as you might expect. I grew up with my dad playing music a lot around the house, so that's kind of where my ears pricked up the first time. And then when I got a bit older, I just explored lots of different types of music. Like I went through decades, through genres, and, you know, for example, when I was 16, I was very into the runaways and like <laughs> and then a bit earlier than that I loved listening to like Ella Fitzgerald and stuff and really I think just dived to different places and eras and genres and then when I got to I think about 17, 18 that's when I really got back into a lot of those artists that I had heard growing up like um, Air and Beck and Jeff Buckley, PJ Harvey and, you know, Massive Attack and all these great people and Crazy P and stuff. And yeah, so I really just kind of went full circle. But that was after going on my own little journey of exploration and then arriving back at that point years later. <laughs> I don't hear The Runaways or Ella Fitzgerald in her music, but some of those other influences do emerge. There are a lot of psychedelic touches on stellar lights that include the Mellotron on Peacemaker and the lysergic production of the hauntingly beautiful Breathe, which sounds like a description of a psychedelic experience. Well, that would be an accurate analysis, because <laughs> that's, well, essentially what it was. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was... It, it was very uh, potent experience, do I dare say. Um, yeah, and it was, I think I'm very grateful that I had it because it, I think it was like the first time that I kind of thought to write in like a descriptive way of just a moment in time. So yeah, and it was so memorable and, and such a lovely experience that I just needed to kind of immortalize it. <laughs> So I think it was a mixture of things because I've had LSD and it wasn't just that. <laughs> it was some concoction, some evil scientist cooked up. <laughs>
Bardini says that many of her songs had drawn from depression, although she says she's not clinically depressed. I think I've had a life where I've been through a lot of things, just events, adversity and and things like that. And I think when, when that happens from a young age, you wake up a bit earlier. And I suppose sometimes things that happen when you're young resurface at a later age and you kind of have a force to deal with that. It all sounds a little vague and evasive, but she says that's what her song, Peacemaker, is all about. I wondered how she could get such a beautiful song out of depression. Well, God, I mean, have you listened to Radiohead? Like, <laughs> it, it happens, I think, when the most like extreme emotions inspire the most beautiful things. And I think that my experiences with depression or like that feeling um, I think I wanted to put that feeling into sound it's like when you watch a very sad movie it's like while it's sad and you're upset I think that there's this um, also satisfaction in the fact that you're so sad There's a lot of that beautifully sad music on Bridget Bardini's Stella Lights. It's a sound she's drawn to. I think that that's why it can be so beautiful to hear something that is about sadness or inspired by that because that extreme can be something that's very overwhelming in the best way. And maybe that's why sometimes it can be addictive to feel that way or sometimes you may choose to feel that way when you don't have to, if that makes any sense. Bardini's Stella Lights album is out now on Ruby Valley Records, which she founded with her father, who can now add her recording to his collection. I have a link for Bridget Bardini's Stella Lights in the posting for this podcast. Just go to echoes.org. You can also hear her on the Spotify playlist of The Best of Echoes 2021, The Top 30. Next week on the Echoes podcast, a preview of the Big Ears Festival 2022, one of the most intelligent and civilized music festivals in the country. I talk with Ashley Caps, the founder of the festival, who has left his company, the lucrative AC Entertainment, which produces Bonnaroo, and committed himself to Big Ears, which he took nonprofit. 
I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next week or tonight on the radio somewhere in the country or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want. <laughs>